Hello and welcome back to the audience. I'm Nabila, your host. This is the podcast where I usually share scary stories, but this segment, which is called On the Fly, um, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about um, broader topics about the world. So more content. Um, so I am going to introduce my guests. I'm pretty sure everyone knows about Riley, and I have another new guest. Which we're gonna call him Chunmun. Yeah, lah, my name lah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm pretty sure everyone knows about Riley um, already. Why don't you? Hi guys. Mm-hmm. So before we start off, this episode is sponsored by Dash Dot Ampai. <laughs> Wanna get your goods delivered right to your doorstep? Don't forget to check out dash dot ampai on Instagram. That is d a s h dot a m p a i. I am yeah, so sick of post. dash and ampai at this point. <laughs> like, for, I mean, for real. Why don't shout out for me also? You do shout out for me also, lah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Let me. Let me. Okay. Take two. Take two. <clears throat> this episode is not sponsored by Jun Jun. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I don't even know which business you want to shout out. You know. Yeah, we just we just continue. <laughs> okay, okay. Anyway, um, so Jinman, <laughs> can you tell the listeners what you do? Um, I guess I'm someone who wears a lot of hats. So if I were to pinpoint what exactly do I do for a living, I guess I'm a by profession I'm a digital marketer. Everything else is like. Entrepreneur, logistics, fulfillment center, or whatever you know.、Uh, so I wear many hats on a on a everyday basis. So anyway, this episode and for today's episode, we're gonna be talking about.、Um, if you guys remember, we in the first episode,、um, me and Riley talked about being the jack of all trades, and we thought, well, Riley thought it would be a good idea to talk about、um, to discuss on that phrase. Riley, what do you think about that、uh, topic, huh? Why are you passing it to me? Woman, <laughs> this is your podcast. Is this your idea when you when you didn't write down any questions? Yes. <laughs> no. You know what? Actually, since Junman just mentioned that, right? He is a person who wears a lot of hats, right? Maybe he can give us some context or some insight on how it feels like to be a jack of all trades, and how that links to having imposter syndrome sometimes. I don't think he does. This guy's too confident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess.、Uh, okay, you know, being a、yeah. jack of all trades. I guess for my,、uh, if I were to share my own experience, being a jack of all trades, it's not. It's not something that I. It was a choice. It's more of like something that I. I had to learn. I.、Uh, I had to do. So when I after I graduated uni, so I didn't. I didn't apply. I, I didn't apply for any jobs or anything because like I thought like okay. Uh, during that time, it was I, I don't rem- I don't know if you guys remember that time was it's, it's sort of like a there was a global oil and gas crunch or something like that. So there was a lot of like unemployment going on.、Mm-hmm. So there was a few years back, I think about twenty fourteen or so.、Uh, so I thought to myself, okay, like you know, if if the the situation in the the job market is is quite.、Uh, Quite bleak. Why don't I just like start something on my own? So that's what I did lah、like, with a couple of friends, and then we started our our own、uh, digital marketing agency.、Uh, back then, it wasn't <clears throat>、uh, 
it wasn't it wasn't Facebook wasn't as uh, prominent as it was today. So in terms of marketing wise lah, uh, as long as I've been in this field, I I've also seen the growth of uh, Facebook, the importance of Facebook lah in uh in the business world and also like our everyday lives. So as as we went along and I le- I learned a lot more than I intended because I thought like okay getting open starting on your own agency uh I thought you know you just you know manage social media for people you know build content and stuff like that but as I went along this field it, it was a lot more to learn so and it's it wasn't a choice that I could make like whether I can learn this and not learn that uh it was more of like I need to learn this so that I can provide more more services to the to the clients or some clients will ask me can you build this can you build that i i would say okay sure i'll i'll do it and then <laughs> when i head back to the office then i figure out how to do it oh, um, but yeah that's how i learn things like, on the fly so it wasn't more of a choice for me it's more of like i i needed to do it to survive like. whoa, 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 on the fly <laughs> delashu <laughs> yeah i know right he even like put in a podcast i know i don't want to fly Pun intended. Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so, ha- you know, since that like, you said that you do carry like a lot of like wear a lot of hats, right? Do you sometimes feel like that you might have imposter syndrome? So, for the listeners that don't know what imposter syndrome is, imposter syndrome, also called perceived, what involves feelings of self-doubt and personal incompetence that persist despite your education, experience, and accomplishments. So have you ever felt that way? Yeah, I think uh, that was my my question back to Nabila as well. Like, <laughs> is this uh, this influence? Is it like external? Or is it internal? Mm. That pressure. So, well, it really depends. Uh, most of the time, it's external and a bit of internal. But internal from a um, more of the person's. If they know that they are capable of um, other things, they have higher expectations of their lives. And I told this about um, to him. Um, a lot of impo- um, people who has like imposter syndrome are people who already achieved their higher. What do you call that? Has a higher academic qualification. Hence, um, it increases their um, expectations in life. With that kind of expectations, mm-hmm. and having probably not met. It might um, impose that. Wow, impose that imposter syndrome. Yeah, that's how I feel. I've, oh, I'm sorry. I've always felt that, and I still do, even right now. Okay, back to you, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> how how do you expect me to steer this conversation when you just like back to you, Riley? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, Nabila's just really you know, nervous. I guess so. <laughs> I, I think I can hear from the both of your voices that you both are kind of nervous. Um, yeah. So, I guess I can share a little bit about my own experience on this as well. I feel, I definitely feel like I may have imposter syndrome as well because, um, <laughs> starting, <laughs> she won't cut it out because she's like. You know, I love it how it's so raw, and so that's what she did for the first episode. <laughs> Some of the parts that she should have cut out, but so I guess I can share a little bit of my experience in terms of like being a jack of all trades and mastering not none. necessarily yes mastering none. I think that was the topic we wanted to this uh, talk about, right? Mm. So 
I feel like I have or am wearing a couple of hats in terms of uh, production stuff and photography and editing and you know here and there mm. but I don't think that I'm a master in any of them True. and sometimes I feel like if even if I knew all these things right even if I'm good at these things I don't feel like I'll ever be good enough to be a master of any of them and I think a lot of people can relate to that because you know, we see, oh god, I need to stop saying the word you know, that's the most annoying thing. But I feel like a lot of people could relate to that as well. Um, just kind of struggling to accept the fact that sometimes it's actually okay to not be a master at anything. Of course, there are people who are just talented beyond measure, right? Like, you know, ah! <laughs> I just hit myself one time every time I say that word. Some people are just talented in what they do. Like example, you know, Junma's really good in digital marketing, um, big building websites, and then Naps, you're like super duper good in PR and running Dashinampai. Remember, check it out on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think also and I think, the, uh, mm-hmm. the idea that you need to be good at something also stems from the fact that you know how our education system requires us to pick a particular yes. a sort of feel and then like you know you need to to do well at it and then when you get out of uh, when you graduate from university you need to find a job in your field I can say like up to you know 70-80% of that probably is not true uh, you might you might graduate in certain degree and you might see that in life it will take you on another route and then like you end up in another field entirely so yeah when that happens a lot of a lot of times we feel that you know oh shit i have to learn i have to learn this uh, i have to learn new things and stuff like that and i wasn't taught of this in in university you know at school so you know i have to learn this all this new stuff yeah so so those those things happen in, in life i guess so hence why you know we just need to pick up new skills as we as we go along I mean, every day we'll, we'll be learning new stuff, right? Like, you know, maybe for yourself, you there's a new client who who recently came in and then like, you know, and you have zero experience in that market and, you know, you have to learn on the fly. You have to understand the consumer demographics, the makeup of it and stuff like that too. I, I'm talking about in, in, the, in the context of marketing, right? So you have to understand who, the, who are you targeting and, and stuff like that. So... I guess like we have to learn all these things every day, lah. For him, I guess um, okay. The idea of um jack of all trades and master of none, um, it can depend on um the person's intention. For him, it's just uh he, his intention is he wants to learn as much as possible for um client um to meet the client's expectations. Some people would have um that idea that they just want to learn because they. They finally have time. They just want to have um, their interest in something genuinely. Um, so, yeah, that kind of idea, that kind of mindset, um, where, sorry, lost my train of thought. <laughs> so, like to add to that, right? Like, <laughs> I'm just curious. Like, what I, what will. Yeah. In in university, what did you guys graduate in? Oh, 
for me is ID oh. security. And he- <laughs> uh, <laughs> I graduated in. Actually, I was about to ask that question. So, like, uh, I graduated in communications and the media. So, whatever I'm doing now is actually pretty close to. Yeah, it's still a line degree. Long. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, because, okay, to be fair, right? Like, when I was in A levels, my parents wanted me to, like, go the business route. And I did. Right, I did it because like, you know, Asian parents, like, just try it out, try it out, try it out. I was like, nope. And I was like, mom, dad, can I do what I want now? <laughs> then they're like, okay, okay, just do what you want. Yeah, so it comes and media and that's what I'm doing right now. Mm. Oh, it's different for me because I actually never wanted to go um, to the IT field. I've never had the um, interest. I wanted to be just a tree. I'm so <laughs> serious, I really wanted to be a tree. <laughs> But um, along the way, sure, um, along the way, I did find an interest specifically in cybersecurity. But after how many years? Two, three, three, four years of studying it and not really um, making any use of it or making it a, a fruitful journey. Um, here I am doing something very, uh, going a whole tangent from my initial journey. Yeah, I guess that's, you know, that's life, right? It, it takes you on a different route altogether, and, you know. That's life! And what, that's life! What about you? You didn't even tell me what you <laughs> Yeah, did. what about you? What about me? And back in uni, what did oh, you do? What did you graduate in? Oh, I, I did uh, business admin. So, uh, it's like, 100%, like 360 degrees. Uh, nothing to do with what I'm doing today. Hey, oh shoot, I didn't know that. Yeah, so... But I, I guess, like, yeah, like I said, like, you know, along the way, I, I needed to learn it. It's not that I want to learn it. And and that becomes a, a motivating, a driving force for me to, to want to get better at it and to perfect that craft. Because I know, for me personally, if I could build a, a website that could do whatever the client wants, you know, and, you know, I'm able to earn X amount of dollars, I can command a certain price. And yeah, like what 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 you mentioned earlier about the, you know, we are not you. You mentioned that you are not like oh you're not like any other people who are really talented and stuff like that. But I I believe that people who are talented, actually you know put in the hours and the the time to actually practice and master their craft lah. So and mm-hmm. and and I believe that anyone can be a master at something, uh, provided that you you know you put in the time to learn or whatever you're doing. Wow, yeah. well spoken. Are you from TEDx? <laughs> <laughs> Call me. <laughs> 673. <laughs> okay, okay. Beep. You know, cut that out, cut that out. We're not giving up personal information here. Um, yeah, actually, I agree with you in terms of, you know, we should, to master something, mm. we should put in the amount of hours and the effort to do so. Yeah. Um, uh, what kind of activities or what kind of skills are you guys really into honing? Or... These days? Yeah. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Are you guys doing anything that's different from what you usually do? Like, have you been learning new things these days? And if you are, what are you up to? I am trying, currently I'm really trying to research and learn more about cryptocurrency. Um, and pretty much trying to find different streams of income. Um, besides that, I am also trying to 
learn more on graphic design. Not really my best forte, but I'm trying. That's awesome. What about you, Juman? Uh, since I started the the online portal for, uh, basically, I'm running Cardfood on online. Uh, Finally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on, come on. We need to do the sponsored line. Nops, take it away. <laughs> Free um, shout out. Nops, take it away. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So Wait, it's Cardfood.com, is it? Yeah. Cardfood.online. So basically, uh. So the idea about this this whole e-commerce platform was, it's actually a accumulation of all the years that I've been building websites for, for clients and running their their e-commerce store for them lah. I wouldn't say I'm very successful at doing so for the clients, but there is a significant amount that I was able to generate for them, and hence why it led me to the decision to you know. Uh, I thought to myself that you know, hey, you know what? If I'm building all this, if I'm making so much money for my clients, I might might as well do it myself, you know, and you know, just perfect that craft in in uh, running an an actual e-commerce store, and that's what I did, lah. So uh, these days, I'm I'm learning a lot more about uh, how to run a successful e-commerce store. So. And this is again like this nothing to do with what I learned in school, and this is not my intention of, uh, you know, of ever even wanting to get into. But basically, over the past couple of months, I've learned a lot about uh the retail sector, and how people how, how like supermarkets, department store, they price their stuff, and how you know how mm. do they market themselves, how do they compete with other retailers and stuff like that. So. In the span of about two to three months, I learned so much about the retail sector. Probably, if I step into this this field for the last ten years or something like that, so I'm uh, that's that's what I've been you know learning lah so far. Yeah, I guess this guy has been hustling. He hasn't had a rest. In, <laughs> I don't know how many months. It's really worrying. Yeah, so I work. Uh, okay. So I work seven days a week. Uh, oh my gosh. More than eight hours, but alcoholic. But uh, that drives me lah, like. Basically, to you, you build something personally, and and you want to to make sure that along the way you uh, not only become successful, but at the same time you you get uh, help people along the way, lah. That's that's what I feel wow. about at least the business, at least the purpose of my business, lah. Interesting. And we have a. Uh, This is a shameless uh, plug, but we have a uh, we have an ongoing program, so people can actually buy. Uh, because of the pandemic, right? A lot of people have lost their jobs, and is is reliant on the government for, for sort of like sadaka of donations, lah. So what we have done on our our site is that we've uh, we built a package where people can actually subscribe to it, and then we will we will. Uh, Basically, pack the the items and then send it to the government, and then they'll distribute it, lah. Oh. Yeah, that way, oh. that way we have, actually, in this short, uh, I, we've run the program for about a month. I think we helped about hundred over families. So. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I I guess like you know when you run a business, you should also understand what is the underlying purpose in that particular community that you're doing, lah. So that. Sort of fulfills me, lah, in a way. Wow. 
Wow. wow. To think so, that I wow. would think this guy would not have a heart, but damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's another topic for another podcast. <laughs> that one I have, so, have to be anonymous. On, <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Carful.online. So that's C A R T. If you need any of your groceries, you can just go through C A R T dot. Eh, no, C-A-R-T-F-U-L dot O-N-L-I-N-E. Careful <laughs> online. <laughs> yeah, check it out, guys. <laughs> oh, now you guys want to do <laughs> 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 No, because you give, you know, more, an, an in-depth explanation, right? So, obviously, yeah. Yeah. And we know, you know, I want to push it out to the public. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone listening. Yeah. I, I yeah. guess the goal is to build a... You know, like, if you look at Southeast Asia as a... As a as a region, right? You look, you look at every country that have a big e-commerce store. You have Shopee, you have Lazada. They're they're all over uh, ASEAN, right? In Taobao. Taobao is uh, <laughs> China. Sorry, <laughs> it's not Southeast Asia. It's Taobao. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I don't know these accents. Like, yeah, sorry. basically, like I, you just if you just look around, all these you know countries they have their own uh, leading e-commerce store and and. In, in Brunei itself, you don't really see that. So, uh, that's the goal, uh, at least what I hope for. Ooh. Yeah. This guy really mm. dreams big, which is something, one of the things I admire about this guy. He dreams big. Mm. But yeah. to do so, you have to be jack of all trades, right? Like, you have to, uh, along the way, you just, whatever the, the, if the business, the operations needs you to do something, you just do it, you know? So, I've... I've I've actually done packing. I've done deliveries. You know, I've I've done all this sh- all this crazy <laughs> stuff. <la. laughs> you know, hence why I'm working like seven days a week and you know, more than eight hours a day. You know, because I I believe in my this this uh, purpose la, that I'm doing whatever this e-commerce store that I'm building. Whoa, whoa so philanthropic. Anyway, oh, so during yeah, the whole um, oh the two three months of your time um, at Carful. I explained to you earlier on what um, imposter syndrome is. Have yep. you ever felt that kind of um, feeling before? Yeah, it, that's why I'm. I asked why oh, it, right. if it's a uh, internal or external influence because for me, in order for me to learn something, right, it has. It's normally a internal pressure. Mm. It's more of like mm. uh, you're in. I, I give you an example uh, at my previous company uh, Right, uh, because 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 we wanted to be the number one advertising agency in w- wherever that we are operating in, uh, to help with the cost of the business, you know, like you, uh, I I felt that you know I need to learn more things so that I can provide more value to to the company, and the way I look at it was uh, it's. Yes, one, the company would make money because I can provide this for them. Uh, number two, I get to learn uh, this new craft that I'm I'm, I'm providing. So, so safe to say, like you know, uh, whatever we I did in my previous company, like I did it with the intention for the betterment of myself. Uh, whatever challenge that has come in my way, I took it as if like it is for my benefit to learn. Uh, even even like managing people and being managed also like yeah i took it as a, a learning curve for me to what to do and what not to do mm. so 
yeah, that for me it's more of like an internal influence uh, to be to be better like, at what I'm doing. Because mm. you have a bigger purpose, why you're you have a bigger motivation. Yeah, I guess like if uh, if everyone can see it that way, like you know, uh, it might shift some of their mindsets, you know, to 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 go through hardship, lah. Especially because learning new things is is always difficult, like uh, psychologically, psychologically, uh, you feel like oh shit, you know, I have to do this new task and. I have zero knowledge in it. Now I have to, I have to mm. YouTube it. I have to Google, you know, from scratch and, and you know, and I guess like everything have to start somewhere, lah. Like, for myself also, I had to start by YouTubing or uh, I have to Google certain solutions and stuff like that. And along the way, you 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 get to learn it, lah. It's for your own benefit, lah. Yeah. yeah, that's the mm. most important thing. You pretty much carried the whole show. Are we done? <laughs> yeah, I think we should cut the tape now, guys. Let's, do, let's just cut the tape. Send this to TEDx. Send this to TEDx. Email me at jivan at gmail dot com. Okay, I'm gonna uh, shift the perspective to you, Riley. Um, we've heard um, the, from the perspective of a person who has a very has very big dreams um, of what they want to do about their lives and their business and um, they have their own philanthropic purposes. What about you, Riley? Oh man, you know, th- th- why did I have to be the next person after Junman, right? Because you are my guest. It's so heavy. <laughs> I, can't, I can't answer this question. <laughs> You've never, you've never experienced imposter syndrome. You've never felt like you were, uh, you're a fake at your own job in your own profession. I mean, I feel like it's natural to feel that way sometimes because we will doubt ourselves even though we are good at what we do. Mm-hmm. And I agree with him um, about it being internal. So usually, when I doubt myself, it's about me doubting my own skills and just thinking like. Oh, why am I not as good as how of the the people I see, right? But then, like, how can I improve myself? Those kind of things. Mm. I guess I felt it a lot, even right now. Um, oh my, this this I can hear my my aunts like talking loudly. There, I think they're coming upstairs. No. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Uh, wait. Is it your? I'm recording a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Lokanyenga, Lokanyenga. Silence on set. Um, yeah, that's another you know issue with working from home. You know, I just want to continue the episode from, from episode one. Just random people knocking on my door. Um, yeah, I feel it from time to time, and these days, I think I'm pretty alright. I feel pretty confident in what I do, and. I am very confident in my skills these days. I have no idea why. I think it has to do with like like my mental health and how it's stringing together with the way I treat work and the way I treat um, my skills, right? Mm. And I've been trying to level up in terms of being a jack in all trades and learning more things. So recently, um, this is gonna be so random, but recently I've started doing 3D modeling. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's it's um it's a we- so it, it it started off as like uh my friend and I was just talking to me about oh how you know he learns how to do three D modeling right then I said oh my gosh I've always wanted to learn but I always put it in the back of my head 
And I told myself, ah, maybe another day, I'll learn another day. And then he's like, no, no, you should try this tutorial, right? So like Junman said, you go into YouTube. And then I went through this tutorial. Um, mind you, it was like a 20 part tutorial oh on how to make a God. donut in 3D and a cup. You'll find it, just, just Google the donut uh, tutorial. And then boy, oh boy, was it a challenge. I s the next thing you know, I was sitting at my desk, right? After working hours, I was sitting there for like five to six hours straight, trying to figure out how sprinkles work and how it should be <laughs> on a donut. It was insane. Oh, is it the Simpson donut? Yeah, it, it, something similar like that, yes. No, but it's like 3D. So um, it's modeled to look like a real life donut. And after I finished that tutorial, right, I, I, I was like, oh my gosh, I was so tired, right? But then I was like, so excited to show my family members. So after that, I went to my mom and I was like, mom, 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 look, look at this. Then she looked at it. She was like, oh, uh, it's, it's a donut. <laughs> then I was like, I was like, right, right. Then she's like, oh, when do you take this picture? Then I was like, it's not a picture, mom. Uh, it's like, a compliment. It. It's a compliment yeah, that it looks so, so real. Exactly, yeah. and then she said that and I was like, oh my gosh, all those hours I spent building the sprinkles and everything, that was worth it. So yeah, I've been doing a little bit of uh, 3D stuff recently, so every week I try to make something in 3D. Mm. Uh, you know, I don't want to put so much pressure on myself because the time goes by, yeah. like, it really flies by, because mm. 3D takes a lot of work. And really mad respect to the people who actually do 3D for a living. Mm. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing, um, and then hopefully if I you know, get to master that skill, which is going to take a while. Mm. Uh, I can model stuff for people. And I think that would be really cool, actually. Mm. Cool, cool, cool. You know, like, just to add to it, like, if only learning was that fun la, for people, you know, you, you yes. sort of like set your desire outcome that you want to yeah. do a donut. And then naturally, I just feel that, you know, you'll just spend hours and hours into it and you don't even feel like that strain you know mm. whereas like you're doing yeah. something that you don't really want to do or you don't or more of like you need to do it because it's part of your job then you feel like the dread to to actually do it yeah man that is so relatable mm. do you guys ever feel like uh do you like what you're doing like for your job like example if it's something like your interest right um example uh, what are you guys interested in just give me like just shoot me or something accounting what okay so example if you what <laughs> okay you know what i'm just gonna ignore <laughs> imagine you imagine you doing accounting when it's not for work and when it's for work do you feel like there's a huge difference to how you take accounting normally people don't do accounting for fun right? maybe like uh yeah <laughs> Oh, you you don't know that, Junman. You don't know that. Uh, yeah, maybe they do la, for like case study or what. But uh, for example, like photography la, like the difference, mm, yeah, yeah, the I difference know. between doing something for uh, for hobby and then doing something for your work, uh, it's totally different. La. Because I've I've been there also. I've I've done like uh, photography and editing photos for clients and stuff like that. I've I noticed the dread like sometimes. Uh, it comes the time of the month where you need to you need to uh, give your deliverables and stuff like that you, you dread that that sort of uh, that those times mm. uh. but when I'm doing something out of like for hobby and stuff like that I feel like uh, I have a lot more time no and also like you're free of that pressure to 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 perfect it uh. 
So I feel like that that aids the the learning process better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Nabs, what do you think? I don't really have a passion project right now, so I don't know what you guys feel. Yeah, your business. That's not a passion project. Yeah, dash and umpai. Dash dot umpai. Remember Instagram. Check it out. And check out Carpool. No, I mean like online. when you when you first had that idea from a vision to execution, right? The mm. effort that you put into thinking about the process, uh, the marketing and stuff like that, that that is actually in itself uh, a learning curve for you, right? Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it's yeah. not like you compared to maybe some other jobs that you have before. Like the experience itself is different, and the outcome of it is also different, lah. Yeah, it is actually. Um... Initially, I thought I wanted to start Dash and Ampai uh, because, yeah, uh, I was, no, no, no. Um, but over time, when I was like um, creating the the brand and the branding and all that, I had a bit of um, had fun, and I guess a bit more of the fun comes in my interaction with customers, especially the very kind customers, and they're very generous. And that actually brings a bit more fulfillment. Yeah, fulfillment in the job, I guess. Mm. Also, I'm hiring if everyone, anyone wants to be part of my dash and empire. She's expanding her empire. That's what she's doing. Yes. If anyone that's interested, don't hesitate to send an email over to thisisnotthetime at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know everything. <laughs> Oh, and yeah. I don't know. Um, I want to have. Uh, I want to ask one question. When did you guys start having this feeling that um, that you want to learn new things, that you need to upskill, reskill um, yourself? For me, it's, it came very late. What about you guys? Junwan. <laughs> okay, I'm I, I give sure a very he's... random thing that I've actually learned. Uh, For him, it's every day. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! I work seven days a week. So, I learn things every single day. Yeah, yeah. Make fun, lah. Make fun, someone. Mm. <laughs> I'm not making fun. I'm just saying. She's like super driven. Uh, this this random thing that I actually went into cryptocurrency a couple of years back. Mm. Uh, and it's actually by it's not even because of interest. It's more of like because of want. I I was looking for uh. Uh, I was looking. I was doing my research at gambling sites. What? Okay. Right. So all these gambling sites, they, uh, you never know, right? Because gambling could be rigged. In the casino, casino mm-hmm. at least you can see. Mm-mm. But then if online casino, like you don't even know if like the software actually rigs you, right? Yeah. So I I was searching, I was searching. I was doing my research in terms of like, uh, you know, can can casinos online really be Uh, free from rigging, you know. Mm. So I, that's why I stumble upon cryptocurrency because they are they are decentralized platforms where uh, you can actually they can you can actually verify whether the the game at hand is actually rigged or not because like uh, you need people you need other other users to actually verify it. So it defeats the. There's there's zero risk of uh people scamming you lah, because it's verified by by other users lah, mm. and that's what I did. I I bought some cryptocurrency to gamble lah. Mm. 
risk-free and uh, edgeless, hmm. edgeless gambling site. So really, yeah, that's that's how I got into cryptocurrency, and I learned tons, tons of shit about it, lah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because okay. when because when you gamble in a casino, uh, let's say roulette, lah, Russian roulette. If you were to place a dollar on, uh, the color red, you place, uh, you place a you place you place ten dollars on it. Uh, immediately, the the house or the banker would have already taken like zero point one percent of that because that's the that's the uh, what we call the banker's edge, the casino's edge. So that's why they mm. always say that if you gamble in the casino, right, the casinos always win because because the odds is are always on their favor. Mm. So if you bet ten dollars, you might only win nine point something something dollars instead of ten dollars in return. Yeah. So that is the casino's edge of a gambler, gamblers lah. So hence mm. that's how I actually stumble upon cryptocurrency and and I mean the growth of cryptocurrency today has been sky skyrocketing. Yeah, it so is. it's 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 yeah. nuts lah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's all. I mean, like, if you don't understand the technology, it's better, better, <laughs> don't go into it, lah. Because uh, you know, mm-hmm. most importantly, there's a use. Yeah, there's a use case, right? If there's no use case, everything is just speculation. Lah. Yeah. So that's uh, one random thing I actually s- learned about, lah, <laughs> while doing research for like risk-free gambling online. I feel like I should have done. Um, I should have. Try to learn to be more open about learning new things because I remember growing up, I rejected a lot of things, like um, mm. either photography. My dad, okay, my dad, um, he gave me a camera, like a DSLR camera, and I said no, I don't want it, because why? Why would I? And then there were other stuff also, like people wanting to teach me other. Um, other things like forex and all that shit and I rejected because I thought <laughs> I have other time and they some people also te- want to teach me about investment um, early investment and, and again I would reject them seeing thinking to myself like I have I have time later in life and then I thought to myself now that I should not have like um shut them down because learning earlier on and life will actually um, mm. grow. Well, I don't know. It's a really good investment uh, for and uh, how I see it. And I'm really late, already late in life. <laughs> it's okay. It's not too late, lah. Well, basically, I was just saying, um, don't be afraid to try new things, because some of those mm. things, despite you thinking it might not be important right now, it will be very, very important in the future. Um, it will be very beneficial, beneficial for you in your life later on. And then I yeah. pass it down to you. And I think, I think another way to like learn things, right, uh, is to get someone to do that thing with you. I feel like that's quite effective. Example: going to the gym. If someone wants to learn about gym or wants to learn about uh, physical, oh my god, why did I almost say physical healthcare? Am I okay? <laughs> yeah. If anyone wants to learn about uh, physical health, um, and they have no idea how to start. You know, in terms of going to the gym and stuff, then get someone who does. And I think having someone to guide you is can help you a lot. Like I feel like it's a lot faster when you learn things like that. 
but obviously you can learn by yourself as well. Yeah. In yeah. fact, it doesn't restrict to something new. it doesn't restrict to just learning things, right? Like, uh, achieving a goal together as a group. I think that would also it's better to do it in a group yes. than doing it individually, lah. Because, you know. Yeah, I agree. Each person can drive each other forward. You know, that kind of thing. Hmm. Yeah. Should have had a lot of people in my life by now. I had no friends back then. Not much friends now. Okay. Anyway, we don't need. It's it's not about the quantity. It's about the quality. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Actually, I was gonna uh, move on. Um. To a different topic, which is gonna be um. If you were someone with imposter syndrome, or um, you have you know somebody with imposter syndrome, how do you think they should, or how would you overcome that? Do you have a strategy around that? Because we can discuss on that now. I think it's quite it's quite clear lah. Like if you see someone with that imposter syndrome, uh, it's quite clear if you you can see that people are not happy lah doing what they're doing. Uh, some of them do it for the sake that you know, or because because this is this is the only way I put food on my table that kind of thing, right? So they don't mm. really have a choice to do it. Uh, and it's it's quite clear that like they are not happy doing it, doing what they're doing, and they hate their job. You know, they they despise they despise who their colleagues or their boss or whatever like that. So so yeah, you obviously it's like pe- one thing for sure is like people are not happy. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this works, but I feel like. Cause I used to have I used to have really bad um, imposter syndrome back when I was working at this bank. Um, I had I had all the training, I had all the experiences, and I felt like I was a fraud. Like um, I don't think I belong here. I don't deserve this position and all that shit. And now I feel like I was very I was thankful I had a really good supervisor because she was very um, she was stern. She was stern but she was also very supportive i feel like her being mm. um, giving me supportive words and being actually uh, being appreciative of the amount of work that i've done it kind of helped me a bit and she even was so nice um on my i think it was my birthday yeah it wasn't my birthday she she's an arts and crafts kind of person she created this box full of, um, I think, a pop-up thing, um, a pop-up book, saying all the all my mm. all my good qualities, like all my good traits. Wow, a pop-up book. Yeah, like those yeah. story books. Yeah, that, she's wow, that nice. talented. Oh my gosh! I still have it in my closet somewhere. Oh. So, Wish yeah. my my boss did that for me. <laughs> Achievements. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, on this day, you did this. Hey, hey. <laughs> we gave you a card. We gave you a card, June, man. <laughs> Is it on his last With day? With a nice photo. Oh, my yeah. last day. Oh, yeah, nasty card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still have it, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay. To be fair, right, I'm not even in your department. So. Oh, it's okay. They yeah. they already like bought me stuff already. Lah, so. Mm-mm. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. So it's the it thought that really, comes, you know. Yeah, it's it's really you know. I mean, 
for all the ex <laughs> for all the uh, listeners that don't know this, we are actually all exes here. When I mean exes, as an ex colleague. <laughs> okay, you can you cannot <laughs> say that I'm still in the company. Nope, you need to cut this out. I mean me and you lah. <laughs> No, it's it's too small lah. We're <laughs> too small already. This is too risky. Cut la, cut la, cut la, I, I, cut I don't know. Cut la. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was I funny. I think just cut to the cut part only. <laughs> I think adding on to what Nub said actually, I feel like um, one way to get over imposter syndrome is to surround yourself with people who really believe in you and your strengths. Because I think your support system and the people you hang around with, like you surround yourself with, can help a lot. And obviously, you cannot depend on people to, you know, build your confidence, right? Because mm. you have to work on your own craft mm. by yourself. But having that support system at the same time does wonders. Yeah. Like people who believe in you, people you can trust, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I, I think for the most part, I'm grateful because I'm constantly surrounded by people who are confident in what they do. And they're also confident in my skills. Wow. Who are they? To do what I do. What, what do you mean? My friends, my friends and family, oh, okay. and even my colleagues. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're ex-colleagues. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you want me to say Yuka? <laughs> oh yeah, it's naps and. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's XX because I always call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you know, having that support system changes a lot of things, and you know that you're never alone. Yeah. Even when you feel like you're an imposter, because for sure people feel like that a lot of the time, right? So you're really never alone. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Trust yourself and trust the people you surround yourself with. That is. That's true. the biggest advice I can give. Yeah. You gotta have mm. people who believe in you, who believe that you are not a devil and a man, a human suit. Oh, heartless, right? <laughs> um, okay guys are you guys like is this like a personal you know thing are you guys alright you guys want to talk about it sorry this ain't therapy but you guys can check out betterhelp.com if you want the link oh is this still active <laughs> oh yeah of course it is it's always active oh okay okay okay, okay. cool hmm yeah oh what what books are you guys reading currently I, you didn't listen to the previous episode, I already say. I don't know, that was two weeks ago. Hello. <laughs> Who knows, you might finish your book and start something new. I haven't been um, reading. I'm reading The Monk Who Saw This Ferrari. Oh, what? Good book. Yes, The Monk Who Saw This Ferrari. Uh, Robin, Robin Charman, right? Yes. Yeah. Ooh, I feel that imposter syndrome now. Fuck, I'm not smart as them. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> dude. I think that's called FOMO. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so what's the book about? Yeah, I'm still reading it. Oh, okay. It's literally about a, a monk who saw this fair. You know, at first I thought it was based off like a real person, but it's not. It's fiction. Mm. Mm. I think this it's it's yeah. a it's more of like a self help book and there's a lot of uh, yes. wisdom in it. Huh? Mm. Oh, have 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 you guys read uh the five? You know, I feel like this is for another podcast. But have you guys read the five people you meet in heaven by Mitch? Oh Alvin? yeah, that's a really old oh, book. That was pretty good. I heard that's really good. Yeah, I haven't read it, but that's on my list. Yeah, that that's a pretty good book. Uh, I think Tuesdays with Maurice as well. Oh, that mm. one's a bit mm, for me. I still mm. like the first one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like. 
I didn't mean to dampen the, like, the mood. I'm sorry. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. To each their own. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys have like a reading goal, like at the start of the year? Oh yes. I am so sorry. I'm yes. not a book nerd. Okay, so you the, twelve books. You don't the have... last the last book I read was like probably a year ago. Okay, I mean maybe you learn. I mean you enjoy your your free time differently to other people. Why do I yeah. feel this is a That's diss? Fine. Is this a diss? It's not a diss. No, no, it's not a diss. <laughs> we can do whatever we want with the time that we have. Um, yeah, I do have a goal. I want to read twelve books. Oh my! Uh, In a year. It's like, yeah, it's、oh, like、okay. one book per month, right? But obviously, it didn't work for the past the beginning of the year. I only started reading around,、uh, was it June or July? I forgot.、Uh, it's not too late, lah. But I'm at, I think I'm halfway. I'm only halfway. <laughs> nice. That's good. I mean, like, I think I set out also. Normally, I'll set like really ambitious goals, like, like previous years I'll set <laughs> like oh thirty books or. Then like the oh my god the following year it'll be cut down because I can't hit it so it'll be like twenty books <laughs> and then it'll be fifteen books and then now it's like twelve books and I'm way off off it so yeah <sighs> okay people so people who do do read <laughs> people who read books a lot like probably like um at least one book per month are they smart <laughs> are they intelligent because I feel like I am not. No, I think it doesn't matter. Like people might enjoy. Is this imposter syndrome? Non-fiction or fiction books, you know, that doesn't define their level of like、yeah. IQ or smartness. So yeah, yeah. You just enjoy reading, then you just read. There's no. I、um, enjoy reading people. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! Okay, read, read me. How? I don't even see you. I mean, like that. Okay, read Junman. I mean that. <laughs> I read him all the time. Whenever we meet. I mean, you know,、oh, okay, that that、okay. means like you could be better at reading people than most people. That you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> An advice for、um, all the listeners out there. Advice, ah.、Uh? Yeah. Ah.、Uh... <laughs> Advice for people to live is to suffer. Always remember that.、Uh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Hopefully, this suffering of mine has、um, something has a silver lining. Yeah, and I think、uh, I mean like adding to it because like people often laugh every time I say that to them. Like to live is to suffer, but you know, there's I feel like there's a lot of truth to it lah because. You know, people can easily complain about the the most minuscule, most small things, but you know, they forget that you know,、uh, there are people, a lot of people out there who have it harder, or because all you know, to live is to suffer. Because I I use it as a my mot my sort of my motto to life. Because I feel that you know, like if you look at if you look at life in general, like the the minute you are. Brought to this earth, there's already suffering, you know. And all our lives, we are we are just in a, that constant pursuit to to make our lives better. But you know, we often forget that to in order for us to have a better life, there's always that suffering that we have to go through, lah.、Mm. So to live is to suffer, and to survive is to find meaning in your suffering. I agree, to disagree. 
topic for another wow. day. How, how am I supposed to give my advice now, huh? <laughs> um, oh, dang it, man. I feel like standing next to Juman, I feel like I'm, I'm just like, like, you know, a little daisy, smiling right, and hopping happily. That's how I feel whenever I'm with him. I just listen to him all the time. Like, okay, you're too smart for me. <laughs> Okay, I'm not gonna say to live is to suffer. Um, I think keep living with meaning. Yes, that's my advice. Okay. Hmm. There's no there's no deeper context or anything. Mm -hmm. But yeah, and I don't I don't believe in saying stay positive and all those things, right? But I believe in living and just living a meaningful life. Mm. Well, as for me, um, I don't know, I still suffer from it, so I don't really have any good advice. <laughs> but other than, please be open to um, opportunities. Um, don't be afraid to learn new things, even though um, you think it's not really important. And to those who suffer from the debilitating effects of imposter syndrome, I truly truly admire that you have such high standards so don't be so hard on yourself i want you i need you to understand that most people overestimate what they can do in a year but they underestimate what they can do in two or three decades so don't beat yourself up too much there's time and if you'll be more loving to yourself, I think you're gonna find that you've got a lot to give. That's pretty much it. I hmm. don't really give good advice. I'm just a good listener. <laughs> that's not true. You give good you advice. Know, it's, that's your strength also, you know, you're, you're a good listener. Yeah, that's a huge strength. If you guys want a course on being a good listener, drop a comment. Pay me. <laughs> <laughs> or email. <laughs> email at this is not the time at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. Um, so, thank you very much to my two guests. I don't think I can do more than two. Such a. It scratches my head. Okay, anyway. Um, I hope everyone um, had a good time. Hopefully, this content is as engaging as the last one. And I hope everybody is um, staying safe and not breaking curfews and not being a, not being dumb. Uh, it's okay, they're donating to the government's coffers, so they can, <laughs> they can break all the rules they want. Oh, right. I uh, gotta plug this also. Uh, if you need any of your groceries, any um, that you need without going to um, a physical shop, you can just go to C-A-R-T-F-U-L dot O-N-L-I-N-E. So that's cartful dot online. Jin jin. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the ending. Jin jin. <laughs> Alright, um, so please uh, let us know what you think. If you have any comments for us for this episode or want to hear another anything more on a broader topic that you guys want to talk about um just let us know drop a comment in and 
yeah, there's gonna be a comment down um, if you have Spotify. There's gonna be a, a space for you to drop your comments in and drop it there. And yeah, have a good day. Bye, guys. <laughs>